Welcome to Jesus Take the Real, where we discuss film from the perspective of theology and faith. I'm Tony. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. And we're joined by... Haley. And James. And together we're... I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> here at our end of the decade wrap-up. So this is episode two of the great return of Jesus Take the Real Crisis Return <laughs> the reboot. through film. <laughs> um, and uh, we are joined by friends of the show, James and Haley, who were here the last time we did an end of the something roundup. Last last yeah. time it was end of the year, 2017. Mm-hmm. This time we're taking advantage of end of the decade. Oof. So we are going to be, by the end of this show, there will be bruises, there will be blood, there will be tears, there will be reconciliation... Pride. Hopefully. But by the end of the show, there will be, even if relationships have to be destroyed in order for it to happen, there will be a top ten definitive Jesus Take the Real ten movies of the decade. I'm just hoping the marriages will survive. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, Wait, yeah, last we'll time... Be, our marriage will be fine. Last time we wouldn't unite you guys until it was over. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were I literally in separate again. rooms. And this is awesome. We have Taylor in person with what? us. Not Maybe. Skype yeah. Taylor. Which wasn't even the case last time. Yeah. We have real yeah, Taylor. Was. Everybody's in the room. No, we Skyped you for the last wrap-up. Yeah. 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 We yeah. Skyped you. And we we, we Skyped you building. from the youth room. <laughs> huh? We did one in the youth building. I was there for that, right? A different one. I think that was just the three of us. Maybe Maybe. just three of us when I... I yeah. yeah, it was It was two of us on, in one room and mm-hmm. two of us But the end room. of 2017 one... Was two of us in one room, two of us in another room, and you in Salem. <laughs> Go Salem. Yeah. But now we got a new mic where we can all just sit around a table together and you get to listen to all the fun, like, interstitial sounds mm-hmm. that we make. Can I just say that I'm so excited that you guys are back? Like, I... legitimately. Like, when I saw the first episode come back, I was like, this is a podcast I actually listen to weekly Aww. and I'm excited for. There are no other podcasts I listen to weekly. So. Well, we won't have episodes weekly, so don't, get every, every <laughs> don't worry. I'll put something out there. <laughs> well, we, we should let the listeners know to expect in every other week, right? Yeah, we didn't say that last time. Yeah, So every other week, expect a new episode. Great, now yeah. I'm let down. <laughs> we so got a whole this bunch is how I want to start like, the new decade. I'll just call you and give you my hot takes. Yes! <laughs> FaceTime. What's what going on, James? This week, it's all about cats. If you... I won't be disappointed about we that. We should do that for Patreon supporters. <laughs> yeah. We just personally <laughs> FaceTime them. They can, to they can choose about one cats. of three. Always yeah. about cats. If you pay 15 or more dollars a month, you get to pick one of the hosts, and we will FaceTime you for 15 minutes a week and talk about cats. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's enough, actually, that you could say that often for 15 Not minutes. Not about cats, God. Oh, yeah, there's plenty. I, I could talk about that you cats for cat hours. And yeah. I know nothing about I mean, I'm not going to recommend anybody watch it, because I'm a smart person. I have a whole trauma journal about cats. <laughs> And it's already full. It's full. <laughs> you yeah. saw the movie a couple weeks ago, and I it's full. Legit nightmares the night I saw it. Real life nightmares. All right, so that. similar to our 2017 <laughs> panel conversation, this time we are going to each be proposing different movies to add to an end of the decade top ten list. And the we, we've discussed the rules a little bit. I think I have another little addendum. I think when somebody pitches a movie, someone else should have to second it before it gets a vote. 
Mm. So then we move on even faster if nobody seconds That's fair. the proposition. So let, for the listeners, though, yeah. for the listeners, here's how, here's how this is going to go. Each of us is going to suggest a movie. As Jordan just added this addendum, somebody has to second it. If it's seconded, seconded, how do I say that? You, you nailed it I'm twice. Did, I did it twice. Okay. <laughs> if somebody seconds it, then we open it up for discussion of whether or not it's going to take a spot on our top ten of the decades list. And we're going to go around... Round and round, suggesting movies until we have ten movies that we agree on. Then we're going to take a break, going to play, play a, a game. game. Then we're going to come back and rank those movies from ten to one. And that will probably be the second part of the episode, because we're going to break this down into two parts. We talked about doing that. Yes, wise. that's right. Yeah, you can, you can keep pitching the same movie. Yeah. But I think someone should have to second it before it gets defended and voted on. I, and and it needs a vote of three to carry and wind up on our top ten list. Yeah, there's five of us here. So, the list so once we get closer to ten movies, we might have to get a little pickier about what we vote in. So that's how it works. And I think I'm excited to do this with I you am guys. so excited. <laughs> I think I'm excited. We'll find out if, if I'm really excited. Okay, so who gets to go first? Who's youngest? Oh, no, first we have to... First we've decided the best way to enter into this conversation... We're not going to give it a whole panel conversation, but we're going to talk about what our least favorite or worst movie of the decade was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everyone, think a moment while I go. I wish I would have had more time because this is 10 years. Right. But you can open up Letterboxd. It's got a hand. Well, you haven't rated everything you've seen. If you'd rated everything you've seen, you could rank it from lowest to highest score. Oh, I know what mine is. Okay. Haley's got hers. (laughs) All right, Jordan, you're going to start us off? Yeah, I'm going to start, and I'm going to start with... A movie, it's hard to believe it was this decade, but it was the very beginning of the decade. It's a movie whose failure I took really personally because it's based on some source material that I really love, which is Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm. Can you believe that was this decade? I can't. It was our senior year of high school. It was, it must have been the spring of 2010. Mm. And it is, I think, I watched an episode of the podcast, How Did This Get Made, where they called it Joylessly Bad. (laughs) <laughs> and that has really stuck with me over the years. I think Avatar The Last Airbender is joylessly bad. It does violence to one of my favorite animated series in the world. One of my favorite TV shows ever. Um, by destroying what was magical about it, by pronouncing all the character names wrong, it is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Mm. Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm. I got mine. Contrary to what people might think, it's not Cats, although it does deserve a mention if we're talking about worst of the decade. But I will say my least favorite movie of the decade... Also very offensive to me because it is representing something that means a lot to me. Uh, and that is the movie God's Not Dead. I hate, hate, hate that movie. I hate like what it represents Christianity to be. I hate the type of Christian it's trying to make Christians to become. I think I, think I would have hated it less if it were adequately made. But on top of it all, it's just a really, really bad movie. It's a real so, cluster whoops. <laughs> it's a bad, bad movie. Um, cluster whoops. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, God's not dead. But cinema might be. <laughs> I almost put that on my, my list to mention during the top ten of the decade, so just funny. to troll you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's up next? Haley. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid to say it now. Suicide Squad. Ooh. I hated that. And the thing is, though, I like almost all movies. So, like, if I dislike a movie... I don't know. It means something. Um, with me, I don't know. Suicide Squad felt like it just had really weird pacing, and it took me... Like, it was one of the only movies... I can only, like, name, like, three or four movies in my lifetime that I've watched while while I was watching it. I was like, I don't like this. Like, I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> and that was one of them, so... 
So, um, Suicide Squad is worse than Cats for you? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, I just no. wanted that to like, settle in for you. <laughs> like, uh, not worse. It wasn't like a... It's not like Cats was a better made movie by any means. I just... <laughs> I, I expected to like Suicide Squad. Right. And I had... So there's a disappointment Exactly. There. So I, yeah. I, I, I went into Cats knowing what I was getting, and I was fine with that experience. I was disappointed in Suicide Squad. So. Fair. Fair. All, All right. right. Who's got theirs next? I go. Um, I go. I could say Last Airbender. And I, I thought about it. When I looked at my list, I was like, oh. It bad. Oh, it's so bad. It bad. Um... <laughs> But I think I'm going to go with another one where the material matters to me, and it's all eyes on me. That movie had mm. zero plot and tried to make Tupac out to be some sort of Jesus. And it <laughs> he was literally bad. ends the movie dead in the street in like a cross. In and it, <laughs> if you like the movie, I'm sorry. I did not. I hate and it. And I, I like, you know, I like Tupac. So it was uh, it was bad. It was so bad. Um, more entertaining than All Eyes on Me was Tupac's Wikipedia page, which was the script for All Eyes on Me, but I, you can read it a lot quicker. Than uh, I, think, out. I think there's a lot to be said for directors who cross over from directing music videos into directing film, and a lot of them have done it very well. Um, the director David of All Fincher. Eyes on Me is not yeah. not F. Gary Gary. F. Gary Gary? Yeah, he's is the his guy name? who... No, he's the guy who directed... Straight Outta Compton and the oh, Fast and Furious. His movies. name is F. Gary Gary. That is his name. <laughs> he is a good. He was a good director, but the director of All Eyes on Me like has only directed music videos, so maybe he should go back to music videos and not make Tupac movies. Are they good music videos? They're better music videos than they make a movie. Who's All right, right, Taylor, you're the last All one. All right. Well, I wasn't prepared for this, <laughs> uh, and I haven't been keeping good letterbox. But as I've been processing, thinking, okay, and I'm, I'm like, Haley, I. I I find a lot of joy in pretty much every movie I watch. It's pretty hard for me to really hate a movie. But I was thinking back to last two years ago when we started this podcast and we would play a game and The Punishment oh, yeah. was, oh, was yeah. watching uh, Netflix Christian movies. <laughs> right. um, and there was We're a couple... I, I really tried like I really tried to think of the names. I'm trying to think of the names now. I can't think of any of them specifically. There was just a couple that were really hard to watch. This, like, American woe is me in Christianity is mm-hmm. just weird to me. Right. Um, it's just, like, the idea that painting that everybody's out to get us somehow. <laughs> right. And so I don't have a specific movie title, but I remember some of those being very difficult to watch and coming away going, like, I didn't I didn't enjoy that. I don't know if I want to be a Christian anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. But, is this Christianity? Did you watch Christian Mingle? Is that one of them you watched? I don't think I had to watch that one. We had a whole you list of them. I watched of that for uh, Good Christian Fun. Wasn't Not to be on Good Christian Fun. Wasn't but like Rachel Bilson in that or something? No, it was uh, Gretchen Wieners. Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, maybe I still I don't That's know. That's not the That's worst Christian movie no. out there. They, and there's there's really God's ones. Club. Was that you? That was a that was okay. That's worse than God's Not Dead, but I I didn't even want it to get any attention. <laughs> You're like I don't even want people to remember that I said these words. Also, before. we've made it this far without bringing up a Stephen Baldwin movie. It had to happen inevitably. We didn't do it in the last episode. Yeah, didn't do it. That's Are we even Jesus? Streak. You know, longest streak. That was a plan of mine as well. Was to just try to find a way to sneak in Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> He's back. Uh, and just so you know, Tom Holland. Jesus, take the real. Brought to you by Letterboxed. Brought to you by Letterboxed. Letterboxed. Pay for our podcast. <laughs> not not a sponsor yet. Yeah, yeah. Goldstone. <laughs> All right. So, who wants to pitch a movie first? I'll go first. Okay. Ooh. Now, um, and then we're gonna movies, go. Yes. We're gonna go clockwise. Good movies. And yes, <laughs> this is for this is for the list. 
This okay. is for this is it. The list. Uh, I'm going to just start with what I wrote down as my first favorite movie of the decade, which was Inception. Mm-hmm. Second, I second that. Okay, um, make your case. I think it is one of the best directors of this decade and of of recent history's masterpiece. I think it is his best film. I think that the story is crazy good. I think that every film choice was fantastic. I think the performances are some of the best performances by a lot of those people. Yeah, I think that overall it is a phenomenal movie that is... We'd be remiss to not be talking about it among the ten of best movies of this decade. I want to add to that that it is my number three of the decade on my personal list. I think it's the definitive sci-fi movie of our lifetime. I think it is the sci-fi movie of our lifetime. I think that I have a couple. Mm -hmm. I have a couple other sci-fi movies that I also think were really good from this decade that are, I think, among the movies to be talking about. I absolutely think that this is the best sci-fi movie made in the past 10 years hands down agreed hands are down uh so i i'll just tell you my methodology for this and it's going to come up later is i initially and not all these movies will get picked but best of the decade feels like such a daunting task that i'm like what is the best movie per year of the decade was kind of my approach and inception was definitely in the race for 2010 Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say well what actually was my winner for 2010 but i think this definitely Deserves it. A spot. I um, my methodology because I think this matters. So you you agree? Inception yeah. deserves a spot. Yep. Okay. Um, so my methodology during all of this is been in order for a movie to be considered the best of the decade, I think that impact on like whether we would still talk about it when it comes up, yeah, matters. And I think this is a movie that I absolutely in the past year have had conversations about. Oh my gosh, this movie still it stands up like ten years old. There's better technology now, and it still is. Amazing. I don't think it would have been made any differently if it were made today. Nope. Mm. Yeah. That well does said. mean something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think his style has changed a little bit, but yeah. But I mean, technologically, yes, it's not like it could be made better nope. today. It's not dated. Nope. I see. So yeah, while we're discussing our first, our first option, our first pitch for a spot on the list, we didn't really talk criteria because we didn't really, I mean, we sort of had that conversation before we started recording, but what do you guys, what's your criteria? What's your personal criteria for best? Uh, so I literally went through Wikipedia and I looked <laughs> movies made by year, which is a daunting task. Um, and I scrolled through every one of those movies. On that page, there's always highest grossing films, which I looked at first. And often I would look at that list and be like, mm, no. Right. Um, maybe there's a couple years where one of the highest grossing films made it onto my list. but And then I would look at the awards season from that year. Mm-hmm. And I would look at those movies. There's a lot to be said for movies that are nominated for Academy Awards or Golden Globes. Um, the Academy has kind of a political game involved with it, so it's kind of difficult to always trust that. But like, I looked at that, and then I would go through and actually look at the movies, and my criteria was, did I see it? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if I didn't, then often it didn't make the list. There are plenty of movies that I think that I didn't see that belong in the conversation. Um, and then I would look... The big one for me is, for top 10 best movies of the decade, are we still, would we still talk about it right now? And that was, Mm -hmm. was it a good movie, and would we still talk about it? So, like, influence. Yeah, and there are plenty of movies that I think are good movies that we're not still going to talk about. And I think that those movies, we had this discussion in our 2017, when we did this in 2017, we discussed, like, it was the big one. We weren't still talking about it. 
but that was the big argument in 2017 and i think on a bigger scale that's super important mm. and things like rewatchability always matter to me and things of that nature there are movies that i think are phenomenal that i can't rewatch so that kind of stacks against them but i also looked at my letterbox and used a bunch of my five star movies and mm-hmm. so that was my criteria so what i'm hearing is quality mm-hmm. rewatchability or mm-hmm. how much like it personally speaks to you mm-hmm. Industry influence, mm-hmm. uh, maybe awards consideration, box office is mm-hmm. a factor too. I mean, I, yeah, I think we should all have those in mind because I'm not going to die on certain hills like uh, the 2012 movie Perks of Being a Wallflowers, arguably my favorite movie of all time, if not certainly my second favorite movie of all time. Not everybody's seen it. It didn't make a big splash industry-wise. So I'm not going to die on that hill. But I, yeah, I'm in the same boat. There were some movies that were some of my favorite movies of the decade that I'm not even going to put on a list to suggest here mm-hmm. because i think that there are plenty of things that boxes it doesn't take right so right anybody else have any thoughts about criteria what sh- we should be considering what we should well i personally i i'm gonna pick movies that you guys don't like i'm pretty sure now because <laughs> i uh don't think that it has to i mean i think it makes sense to make it a factor whether we're still talking about it and things like that but like i feel like there are movies that you know, didn't stick around, but kind of signified something. Like, to me, like, I was, like, scrolling through, I did the same thing, I looked through Wikipedia, and I was like, oh, I kind of forgot about this movie, but I remember feeling a certain way about it, and now movies are made differently after that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and I don't necessarily... It's a different movie, kind of influence. Exactly. And and I, the movie that I'm thinking about, I'm not necessarily, would, I wouldn't necessarily give that movie credit for influencing, but it was the first one that I noticed, and then things started changing. And so, like it might be more significant to me. And I won't... I feel like I'm going to fold on a lot of mine, but I'm going to say them anyway. (laughs) I think you should. (laughs) I think differing movie movie opinions matter a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a boring show if we all have the same opinions. Well, and I I picked... Obviously, I picked ones that I liked, and I also have not seen a lot of movies. (laughs) So I picked ones I've seen. Okay. Uh, Jordan, you're up next. Oh, wait. We didn't vote. We do have oh, to vote I on it. the three of us just said... There's also another important thing about Inception I didn't bring up. It was the first movie that Haley and I ever saw as a couple. It was our first date. It <gasps> was our first date movie. We probably should have remembered that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't want to influence you with that. But, you know. <laughs> so, for the record, I said something nice about it, but I think we need to do a hand vote. Yeah, one I'm, way I'm or down with that. that. So, okay. Or maybe so an eye. on whether it's we think worth it's going to go in the top ten list. Yeah, I think a vocal cue, since you know nobody can see if we hold our hands up. So, Jordan, yay or nay? Yay. Haley, yay or nay? Yay. I'm going to go nay. I'm just kidding. Yay. Thumbs up. I'm a yay. All right. Okay. You nay them. I honestly forgot we were on a podcast. First time. I, <laughs> first. I wrote it. I got it down. Uh, I'm yeah. keeping track. Our, our, <laughs> so our first proposed movie unanimously made the list. Which makes it, uh, my, I feel like my choice kind of daunting. But, well, um, I'm a little. The I'm reason little I chose that one get to ten and be like, we have so many movies on this list, we're gonna have to keep. Going. I think honorable mentions for this particular thing might actually matter. Well, so. I think once we get close to ten, we're just gonna get pickier. Yeah. Which is literally what we did in 2017 because we yeah. put five on the board really fast, and then yeah. Tony and I looked at each other and we're like, Oh we no! Have five, and we were like, Oh god! And These so are we, like non-negotiable, right? We can kick Inception off if we. We won't, but we can. Yeah, I know. in theory. <laughs> well, in theory, <laughs> so we won't. Better came along. Make the argument. <laughs> so yeah, I would say once we get to ten, if it feels like there's something that needs to be over one of the movies on the list, we'll talk about it when we get to that. Yeah. All right. So I'm going next, and I am going to propose our winner from 2017. It is my movie of that year, but also I think inarguably 
in terms of industry influence, in terms of like movies we're still talking about. Granted, Seconded. it was only two, it was only two <laughs> years ago, uh, but I'm gonna say Get Out. Seconded. Okay. Uh, so, oh, sorry, you were, you said seconded because I started making the case before. Yeah. These are my rules, and I'm not following. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, James. Okay, so it's seconded. Uh, I stand by my case. I think it's Get Out. Can I make a case for it too? Because sure. I was thinking about this because it's on my list too. The studio who made it, who had very little to do other than put money forward, uses that for their promotional material for every bad movie they've made right. since then. They're like, we made Which Get Out. Which is some of them. Like, yeah. Which is a huge True. thing to say. True. Like, When Jordan Peele now produces a movie, they go like from the producer of Get Out. Yeah. Like, from the director. Like, It's a big deal. Like, It's yeah. still... Yes, it was only two years ago, but two years ago in movie time is a lot to still be promoting that this movie is the reason to... Like, because this guy made this movie, you should see this movie. Right. So, I also love that this movie doesn't, like, pick the low-hanging fruit in terms of who to critique. You know, it's a movie about race. It doesn't target, like, backwoods, redneck racists or whatever. Its target is white, like, white people who think they're progressive but are secretly more racist than anybody. Yeah, that... Which, isn't, which is risky, but it really paid off because Spoiler, it's become a part of the conversation. Is, yes, that twist is fantastic because it is not the twist you expected. Like, Maybe at the beginning of this episode I'll say, here are some movies that will be spoiled in this conversation. <laughs> well, we didn't deep dive the spoiler for Get Out. There's No, no that's but why I, I should we spoiler. Should we be able to? Because I feel like sometimes plot is a factor in why What is the statue of limitations on We don't need to with Get Out, but... Yeah, you know, right. Maybe in the future we yeah. Does anybody have... Objections. Let's, well, let's take it to a vote. If somebody doesn't vote it in, then they can voice their objections. Okay. Haley. Uh, yeah, I vote it in. Yay. 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 <laughs> Yay. Um, yes. Yay. 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 Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we have two. We have two movies. In. I am ready. Right, Haley, you guys are starting out with your real top ones. Yeah, right. I, I intentionally chose one that I had a good feeling would make it on the list. I'll go ahead and, and say one that won't make it on the list just for fun, okay? <laughs> uh, keep it interesting. Exactly. 21 Jump Street. Yeah! Wow. We have a second. <laughs> I okay. second. Yeah. Thank you. See, I'm so glad he's here. I might uh, second some of these just because I want to hear the argument. Right? right? I And this is kind of what I was talking about where a movie that started a trend that now feels kind of normal. But if you remember back in 2012, depictions of high school had always been kind of the same where it had all these kind of like clicky things and they had like popular people who were mean and there were bullies and like uh, I remember watching 21 Jump Street and they all of a sudden kind of depicted high school in like the new way that high schools are where popular kids care about the environment and like there's like a new sort of way of bullying people but it's like you know cool people can be in drama and stuff like that like mm-hmm. it was and now I feel like that's kind of not yeah that's not weird anymore mm-hmm. and you have like movies coming out that you know depict that all the time but at the time i was like this is the first one i've seen i was like this is like amazing and you know the movie itself whatever was fine i liked it a lot but i mean obviously probably not going to make it on the list but it just was when i was scrolling through the whole thing it really stuck out to me i was just like oh my gosh i forgot about this movie and it did something really great at the time and i i at the, when it came out i was telling everyone about it i was like you need to watch it just because of how it depicts high school so, there's my vote. It was 2012, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, let's take it to a vote. Uh, Taylor. I was going to add to it before. Yeah. Okay. I purposefully went through and looked for comedies as well, because mm-hmm. I think it's really easy to get sucked into the idea that 
some of these drama movies are better movies just because they, because they're dramas they're yeah. dramas and they win a lot of awards mm-hmm. um and 21 jump street was actually on my list it's near the end but it was on my list because i was like that is one of the funnier or one of the funniest comedies that has come out in the last decade mm-hmm. and universally liked and enjoyed mm-hmm. so so you vote yay so i yeah, also went through all of those movies and tried to find comedies that i think I think that if we make a top 10 list that is literally just drama, that doesn't actually, I think, really share an opinion of at a, of a, of a larger scope of things. We've already not done that, though, because we've already got a sci-fi movie and a horror movie on there. Right. Um, but and a horror movie that was nominated for Best I, Comedy at the yes, Golden Globes. <laughs> I found comedies that I think are better. That is my thing. I think that 21 Jump Street is good, and I think it did change the conversation, and I think it's a, I think it is legitimately a great comedy when we haven't... The past decade's been kind of weak with really, really good comedy. Oh, absolutely. We had whole years where not a single actual good comedy totally came true. out. Yeah. That was so true about a couple years ago that mediocre comedies that came out in the next year, I thought were amazing because we didn't get any comedies the year before. Don't say um, Game Night, because Game Night was not mediocre. No, Game Night's still, great. Okay. Um, <laughs> No, what was the other comedy that came out? Oh, no. Blockers. Blockers, which was also good. Yeah, it was good. But, um, yes, I think that my my argument against 21 Jump Street is I do think there should be a comedy on this list. Uh, I don't, don't think, think it was the be best comedy one. of the day. Yeah, I, I think know. there's a better comedy of the day. 21 Jump Street isn't even in my top 100 of the decade. I, I think it's a really, really good, solid comedy, and I, I give it, like, four stars out of five on which Letterboxd. Which is great, but like, if for we're gonna, If we're going to, like, submit... Uh, this isn't one of my submissions, but I would fight for this if somebody submitted it. Like, best comedy of the decade. For me, the first thing that comes to mind is Bridesmaids. Yeah. That's, to me, that's the definitive best comedy of oh, the decade. See, for me, it's not. I think it is for me. So, But that's but, not the argument yes. we're trying to have. I'm not, yes. yeah, we're not discussing Red, Bridesmaids. Let's... So I'm just saying 21 Jump Street, solid movie. If the listeners haven't heard it, definitely check it out. But it's not. I don't think it's in the contention for a 10 of the decade for I, me. I think it's genuinely hilarious. Uh, yeah. I think it's a great comedy. I don't yes. think it's... I want to watch it again, now that we're talking about it. All right, so let's vote. Tony? No. Uh, I've been swayed. No. (laughs) I I say no. No. I will just say yes on principle. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think... I'm thankful you brought it up (laughs) because it was on my list. I'm glad it was on someone else's list. But I think that those points are are well made. And I I agree. If there's a comedy... You better get a good comedy. All right. I'll go up next. Get out. I want to... Get out. The movie I would like to submit is The Tree of Life. Is anybody second in that? Okay. I'm going to make a case for it. I, 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 I don't think it's going to get on the top ten list because I think only Jordan and I have seen this movie. Is that the case? You've seen it? Yeah. Oh, but you didn't like it. I mean, I've been telling you for years I haven't seen it, and I'm like, I want to watch it. And you're like, I'll show it to you. So, The Tree of Life, <laughs> I have to submit it on principle. It's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Um, it, so it got... A pretty good box office for how weird and artsy it is. I got a good box office report, and it is very much in the conversation when I uh, for a lot of the stuff I'm reading as far as like best movies of the decade. Tree of Life is in a lot of those conversations. I think that it got some good Oscar potential. I also think that this is a podcast uh, about like faith and film. I don't know of any movie in existence that has a better combination of those two things. Mm. Tree of Life. I am submitting it as a, a contender for. Our top ten of the decade. It is also on Roger Ebert's last list of the top ten movies of all time. Wow, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Also, top we had... Uh, yep. of all time. Our highest listened to episode by far was our Tree of Life episode. 
It was a Brian Zond episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I do feel like maybe there's a reason on that one. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm, I support you. But if we don't have any other discussion, we got to vote. I have never seen it. I so. haven't seen it. You you're so right in so many ways, and I found it so boring. <laughs> that was my problem. Like, the long... I, I, I don't... Maybe I need to rewatch it, but I did not understand the long shots of this, like, formation of different... The universe. The universe and, like, different things. Like, it just did not... It didn't, and maybe I'll understand it now that I'm in seminary. Maybe that's what they're teaching me. I don't know. Maybe that's what they You gotta take the tree of life class. <laughs> I gotta take that class. Because I, I can see, and I under, like, hear your passion for it when you talk about it, too. And like when you and Brian talked about it, I was like, oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I didn't experience. Did I see that movie? <laughs> I think we saw different movies. <laughs> So right. I understand that it is not for everyone. That's a very, mm-hmm. very true thing about that movie. I, I sat down. It was funny. I sat down. We don't have to put this in a show. But I watched this with uh, five or six. Well, who was all there when we watched it recently? It was uh, Matt, Matt, Daniel, and Jamie. You were supposed and to Jamie. Patrick wasn't there? You were supposed to invite me to that one. Sorry. You Patrick monster. wasn't there? No. Okay. Well, it was funny to see how divided the room was. Because you had uh, Jamie, who was just like, I hated it. I hated that movie. Yeah. And then you had... Uh, Daniel and love Jeremy, it, right? who were like, yeah. that was pretty good. I don't okay, know if I love it yet, but I'm going to be right. thinking about that for And then you had Matt, who was like, what the f- is that? Like, yeah. I can't wait really to watch it. I want to watch it. And I... And say I want to watch it for you. And then I cried the whole time. because no, I love but Tony it. I think for eight years I've been but saying that I want to watch it. So are you a no then? I'm a no. Um, so sorry it's that okay. I'm a no. It's okay. I haven't seen it. And I am going to make the exception in my own head. I decided this ahead of time that if I hadn't seen a movie, but I have heard enough about it from multiple sources that I would say yes when I believe it belongs on the list. This is a skewed view for me because the only people I've ever heard talk about this movie are sitting around this table with me. Mm. Oh, and Dennis. Yeah. So I think I have to say no. Okay. And, I'm, and I'm sorry about That's it. okay. I say yes. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I have to say no because I don't... Same thing that James said, basically. Right. But I believe it's probably great and I want to watch it. It's so good. I do, okay. I do want to see it. And then maybe when I do see it, on a later podcast, you can be like, James said yes, a tree of life. We it's on the list. We've amended the list. <laughs> We've amended the list. We'll come back and kick a movie off the list. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever comedy we chose. Is we'll, kick it off. <laughs> we'll kick it off 21 Jump Street. All right, Taylor. Oh, man. Sorry. I'm going to go lick my wounds. You I, do this. I, I am sorry. No, I... Okay, 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 okay. I was hoping that movie was made in 2009. was my hope. This is a real far shot, but it is one that really makes me... Giggle and excited. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm. Just came out in 2010, I think? Mm-hmm. Yep. 12. Second, I want to hear this. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just yep. super fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, as I'm looking through movies, it's so different and creative and not like any film that I'd seen before, and yet super engaging, mm-hmm. and I laughed the whole time. It's super rewatchable to me. I just think it's a different, unique film. I don't think there's many like it, and I could watch it again and again. You said 2010? Yep. God, that was such a good year for movies. It was good. Yeah. Um, I like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, probably, but I probably like it least out of everyone on this table. And so I'm, I'm, mm. uh, I'm not, 
I, I, I do like it. Least. I think it's a good movie. And I also want to second everything Taylor said. It's very unique. And when it came out, I hadn't seen anything like it before. But I, 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 it's another one of those examples of a good movie that isn't even cracked by top 100 of the decade. And so I, I yeah, those are my thoughts on Scott Pilgrim. It legit is probably in my top 100. I love Scott Pilgrim. It's kind of a lot, but it is definitely not in my top ten. It's my thirty-seven. Yeah, it's a great. Oh, it's really? a fantastic wow. movie. I actually probably like it the least. Yeah, hey, <laughs> the oh, okay. I don't, I don't like it. Well, it no, I don't. I don't dislike it at all. Like I, I was. I, yeah, she hates it. Do, do I? That. Maybe I hate it. <laughs> that's maybe that's what I she do. meant to say. Like, She's like, I like it less than I Suicide think, Squad. But <laughs> I, I agree with everything that was said because there are just. I've heard so much about it. That's a movie that people still talk about. Like. Like, people who love it, love it. It does still have a lot of well, conversation yes. around it. Mm-hmm. There is kind of a... It's maybe not a great one for this list because it's such a cult following, mm-hmm. but that cult following is large and strong. Yes. Like we, mm-hmm. I feel like it speaks for a group of people that what? don't get a lot of movies that speak for them. I felt kind of the same way about Ready Player One, although mm-hmm. not as much, but just like a group of people that like... Yeah. Don't get many things talked about for them. Ready Player One is like one of my favorite books, and I loved it as a movie. It's not on my list though. Mm. Well, I wouldn't add it like, to the list would, either. I just think that I agree. I'm agreeing with you 100. You're group, being weirdly so. quiet, and I know you really love this movie. So. I do. Well, I'm trying to see where it ranks on my list for that year. I think we've had multiple people submit it as their favorite movie for our little intros that we used to do. My cousin Abby did, uh-huh. my friend Ryan did. Uh-huh. I think this is kind of a movie fan's movie. Yeah. And I'm really on the fence about it. I actually think it's not a movie fan's movie. I think it's a, a um, like pop culture fan. It is movie. my second favorite movie of 2010 over Inception. Ooh. And oh, wow. And uh, the social network. And we did vote Inception in, so mm. well, but I'm I'm just so. math. Right, but I'm definitely not going by my favorites. Like, I don't think we should be making a list of our it's all I favorite do. movies. Of I, I think we so. had this conversation ahead of time, and I said, some of my favorite movies I think are some of the best movies, but there are plenty of movies that are my favorite movies from this decade that there are no way I'm suggesting at this table. I'm really split, and I feel like as a table we're kind of exactly split, so let's vote. Yeah, all right. I think that's a good So, good James, idea. you vote first. Nay. Uh, I say nay. I say yay. Which is weird. I say nay. Alright. Two votes. Um, That's a strong shot. Was that as far for you as it was for me? I didn't think we would get that far. I just want to bring something up that was more interesting. What's really cool, one of the cool things about doing it this way is we do get to bring up a lot of... It's kind of like doing honorable mentions. Right. We get to bring up a lot of really great movies that spoke to us personally throughout the decade that will get some attention on the show. Mm -hmm. So I love it. I love that you guys love that movie. I was and legit also, split I watched that, that movie because we started doing this podcast and I had never seen it. And so many, oh, so many people that. had talked about it. Uh, yeah. And I was like, it's so gosh, good. I need to and see it made that. it on your list? Oh that's, my gosh. See? It's one of my favorites. There's a lot of power in that. I love that. And that's kind of yeah. what I mean. It's like, I didn't even like it that much, but like, I just see it yeah. around so much and I people s- talk about it. But that's why I voted yay. I was like, I don't like it, I, but I see the value. It was totally not my scene or thing in high school and when we graduated. And then I watched it two years ago and I'm hooked. I've watched it like three times, four times since. I love that movie. I think there's a disclaimer about this list. This is the five of us's favorite. Like, this is the five of us' top ten. We're not speaking for everybody here. No, we are. 
Okay, well, well we're trying to speak broadly, but we are we also are yes. limited by the fact there there are five of us. Uh -huh. And there's some pastors, so we're basically speaking for Christianity. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> this is God's favorite top ten list of the decade. God's I top make ten list. This is God's top take ten. That what if so we call the what if we, what if we call the episode God's top ten movies of the time? <laughs> I like that. That's I like amazing. That. Okay, so it's me. Back to you. Hey, yep. we did our first full round. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we're all alive. We're all still friends? Uh, all still friends. And I think that we have legitimately all offered good movies. Let's, right. let's change We've that. Uh, so, so, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so this is this one's important to me. And I'm prefacing that. I'm prefacing... Blah, 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 blah. I'm not speaking English. That's what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> so straight out of Compton. Is to him. Oh. Straight out of Compton. Is this the one you said you'd fight for? Oh, yeah. Really? Yep. Okay. It was snubbed by the Oscars. I second straight out of Compton, by the way. Okay, so, so let's have my case. argument. It was Shoot snubbed by the Oscars. I will not allow us to snub it as well. Good God. So, God a biopic that is so honest about most things. There are some things that are omitted that could have been included, but it was shot so perfectly. The acting was great. It really should have been in the conversation. It should have been nominated in so many categories during the 2016 Academy Awards, and it wasn't. It performed exceptionally better than anybody expected. It is legit part of a conversation, a particular kind of conversation that I have had with other people because it showed some racial issues more honest than a lot of movies do. And I think that... In this last decade, especially, we've gotten more movies that have been more honest about issues of race, especially in this last decade. But um, I do think that Straight Outta Compton should be in this conversation because, mm -hmm. again, it was snubbed. So just having the conversation about it is important to me. I feel like this is my Scott Pilgrim. I feel like mm. in the conundrum that you were in mm -hmm. earlier. Yeah. I deeply, deeply, deeply love Straight Outta Compton. And I think just like Scott Pilgrim, there is a case to be made that it meets a lot of the criteria that we've been discussing. However, it, it's it's in my top like top thirty of the decade, but it's it's not in my top twenty or, or ten. So I don't feel like I can. I feel like there's a whole lot of other movies on uh, that is going to be brought up that I'd rather see in the top ten of the decade list than Straight Outta Compton. But I do love Straight Outta Compton, and it, it, in a way, it changed my life. I was not a rap fan before I saw Straight Outta Compton, and now I. Always listen to hip hop. That's so. true. That's true. Just kind of like rocking me and changed my that. life. So I can attest to that. Uh, I liked, did not love Straight Outta Compton. That's fair. So I won't be getting my vote, but and so you vote then. Uh, well, that, yeah, does I anyone else hand, have But any other discussion? Yeah. All right. So have you seen it? No. Taylor hasn't seen it. Uh, I vote nay. Nay. A very very heartbroken nay. Never seen it, so nay, nay. I'm standing by my yay. <laughs> yeah, you should, as you should, as you should. It's coming back. I got a great song for you. This is all I warned. Up. So I warned them. I didn't warn you. I'm dying right, on that. There's only one slot left, and make your argument again. Uh, no, I should. Shoot your shot. Because of what Tony said, honestly, I can let that one die. He does Kill bring up a good point. I do think that uh, us snubbing it is just, you know, par for the course for that movie. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> why, why We're as bad as a bunch now. of rich, old white men. So, <laughs> way to go, guys. <laughs> Did I guilt anybody? Did that yeah. work? Uh, Jordan, go! Yeah, uh, so I'm going to say Mad Max Fury Road. That's oh. second, because, you know, it's also on my list. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say uh, this is... 
I feel like every year there's a movie that the Oscars won't give Best Picture to, but everyone's like, if they had the courage of their convictions, they probably would. They were really trying to honor I mean, the best movie every other award than, they were nominated for. Yeah, and, and it won just about every other... It definitely won, won all the technical, all the technical awards, awards that year. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like it's a movie where critics and fans can agree. Like, everybody loves Mad Max Cherry Road. Mm. It's a freaking thrill ride. It's, um, it's fine. It's not made... That's a joke, right? <laughs> we'll see when we get to it. Oh, that. no! <laughs> uh, it's not even the kind of movie that's made specifically to delight me, but I, I just... I love it, and I think it deserves... Uh, a voice in the conversation. Mm. I think in a decade when we got so many overhyped sequels and remakes that super duper fell flat, there are several that ring in my mind as like flying crazy high and this is one of them. Like mm. it was above the competition in a lot of ways for a lot of things that it did. And I do think it's my second favorite sci-fi movie of the decade. <laughs> I'd also add to that, in the midst of the last decade, there's a ton of crazy action films that have come out. And like, and the bigger the craziness, the better, which specifically delights me. Mm-hmm. But I know it's in everybody's cup of tea. But this one, I think, does it better than the rest. Mm-hmm. Like... in my opinion or better than a lot of them practical effects go a long way and it's harder nowadays to do practical effects when you have the crutch of cgi just sitting there like and so many directors are like well we have good cgi so let's just do that because of that but to have a director who directed the originals and go like nah we're gonna go explosive and race actual cars through the desert and And it was so beautiful the weird like the ironic thing is that they they did you like they were in the desert right like did that yes and I remember it looking so beautiful that I thought it was fake. <laughs> like, I was like, this does not look real. I'm honestly surprised, because it's been on my list. I'm honestly surprised the conversation has gotten this far. Like, I, I did not expect it to go that far. I want to vote while we're hot. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> hey, wait, hold, oh, did you not yeah, like it? You're going to talk us out of it? No, I love my mix. Yeah! <laughs> I, I think it's, it's, on, it's one I was going to suggest. So I really yeah. like that this is a suggestion because this does not feel like a quintessential Tony and Jordan kind of movie. Mm-hmm. It does have a lot of my core values, though. I am one of the big, big proponents of just being so sick of CGI-heavy movies. Like, yeah, that's true. They are nauseating to me and well, so and Mad only... Max Fury Road is like it's just to me it was like this is this is how you get me on board for your action movie right. like, yeah you're like you're like oh you had to do this in one shot because you can't re-blow exactly. up a canyon yeah. right. 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 canyon gets and, blown up that's and, one time and what hooks me into it is it's I mean it's not a heavy handed political movie but it's about something yeah mm-hmm. that's true like it's about the mistreatment of women which and, I think is quintessentially found like important to the foundation of sci-fi right and i think that if you don't stand for something ultimately in a lot of sci-fi you fall flat and i think that it did so good at that. right mm-hmm. a movie being about something but without being preachy or heavy-handed mm-hmm. is that's what speaks to me about it before so, we vote have we only agreed two. on one or two two, two. we many? have inception, inception and get, get out get out okay that means all right me. let's take it to a vote yeah. oh uh i will say yay I'm going to say yay. 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 Yay! We did it! Yay! I already wrote it before. I was yeah, a little preemptive there. I'm psyched. All right, Haley. Okay. This movie was the the first one as I was scrolling through that, like, oh, I'm for sure putting this on my list. The Lego movie. Ooh. First of all. Does anybody second that? Yes, I will. 
if you think about it, it is a kids movie technically, so it's like for everyone, which not all the movies you're talking about are. So that's something in its favor. And I feel like movies nowadays for kids have gotten better, but this is another one of those where I felt like this was like the first one where I was like, this is like great. Like everyone should watch this movie, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it was obviously like for children, but it was just amazing. I wish I would have like watched it before I had this podcast, like I came on this podcast because like I wish I could give you specific details, but I, it was just so good. Someone else who. Say something because it was like good. It was entirely CG, but it actually felt a little stop motion, which I oh, think yeah. made it delightful. Um, it's not stop motion. No, it's it's CG entirely. Oh, it's not really. Yes, yes I think that's. Oh true. yeah, it's not stop oh. motion. Oh, thank you for talking. Well, now I remember. They what did I, good then. What I, I, like. I was convinced because what I like about it, it has, it has like this main character who is just like fine with the way things are and just like chugging on through his life, whatever. And then, you know, has to kind of confront that maybe, you know, he shouldn't just go along with everything. But at the same time, he meets, like, characters who think what he's doing is wrong, like, that people shouldn't be happy and content and stuff like that. And they don't, like, choose a side. Basically, they're, like, saying, like, like it's fine to like things and to be happy and to think everything is awesome and stuff like that. But then you also have to deal with, like, real issues and stuff. And, like, I just felt like they were actually dealing with pretty complex ideas in a kid's movie, which I just really respected because I feel like nowadays, like, there's this kind of really, like, polarizing idea that it's, like, especially with politics and things like that, it's, like, you can't just be a sheep and just, like, ignore things and just live your life like everything's hunky-dory. But then there are people on the other side who just can't have any fun (laughs) and uh, have to take everything really seriously and, you know, can't even admit that they like normal mainstream things because that's too basic or not woke enough or something like that. And I feel like it kind of does this, like, good job of showing on both sides of the spectrum and kind of meeting in the middle and, like, you know, actually building something from it. Literally building, because they're Legos. Mm-hmm. It also strikes the balance between creativity and structure. Mm. It's like, you're dumb for uh, wanting to... Like, work outside the lines. Oh, no, you're dumb for always following mm. the rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a little of both. How did it not get nominated for an Oscar? Whoa. It's a freaking... How did the box trolls get nominated for an Oscar over the Lego movie? It's a trad... Travesty. I mean, Big Hero 6 won that year. That was a good movie. But I think movie, that the Lego movie's better. better. And it's not mm-hmm. better than the Lego movie. Uh, Lego Batman wasn't nominated either, and absolutely right. should have. And been. also, better than might be Lego one of the movies. best Batman movies ever made. Like, Probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm gonna s- add my. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I would say my hesitation is I do think it's appropriate to have an animated movie on the list, but I. Oh, I have one that I'm gonna fight for. So right, hard, but it's and it's, it's not, not the Lego movie. It's not one of my top few animated movies of the decade, but I am considering it because I, I I think it's a great movie. I actually, when I was coming into this podcast, I was like. I was like, shouldn't we just nominate what we think is, like, the best comedy and was the best, and then break down a top ten list? Because I think that, like, an animated feature doesn't necessarily belong as one of the top ten best movies of the year. Oh, I disagree. I know which one you're going to say. I also, I'm with Tony. I can read his mind and we're on the same page. You're going to say Ugly Dolls. Ugly Dolls. (laughs) The Emoji Movie. Playmobil, actually. Yeah, Playmobil, Playmobil, because it was only $5. (laughs) But yeah, I think that I love the Lego movie, too. Like, I was on my list of the 30 movies I would possibly suggest here. And I think it, it it is truly an amazing animated feature because it does appeal to everybody. 
I don't mean to be contrarian, but I don't love the Lego movie. I love Ooh. Lego Batman, and I like the Lego movie a lot, but I don't love it. I love, I love the Lego movie. movie, but if there were two animated movies on this list, which I don't think will happen, I feel strongly about them more so than the Lego movie. I have a feeling that one of that we might not even end up with an animated film on this list. I, Could happen. We'll see. We'll see when Tony's turn comes. <laughs> All right. Let's take it to a vote. I, I vote no. Yay. No. No. Yay. But that's a, that was another really good conversation. <laughs> also, like, the only reason I said no was because Taylor said yes. Uh, I was like, I don't want to see it, it go through, too. but I want I wanted to say yes to it. Like, I have the right. same thoughts though. There's a couple as, as Jordan. There's yeah. a couple. I so this the next movie I would like to propose for discussion is Inside Out. Does anybody second? Second. It? Okay. You you weren't gonna second it? No, I I, I was I was so excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I just got um, excited. Inside Out. Talk about first of all life changing movies. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, my favorite animated movie of all time. Won the Oscar for best animated film. I mean, it was insanely did well at the box office. And and I, a lot of my I have a weird amount of people I know who work in mental health, and all of them use Inside Out and now in their therapy now and. Yeah, I just think it has something very profound and necessary to say to the world today. And it gives us an amazing ability to understand our emotions and how we relate to our emotions. And it does all of that while being a, a quote-unquote kids movie. It's funny and it's action-packed and it is it is absolutely everything. Like, Inside Out, no other animated movie is fair. When, after I watched Inside Out, I'm just like, I can't. this is good, but it's not Inside Out. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, you're right that isn't fair <laughs> but so yeah I love Inside Out it's uh, it's it's not only in my top of the decade it's my top 100 of all time mm-hmm. so I'm going uh, Inside Out I had a short list of animated films that were among my like favorites from this decade and Inside Out was absolutely at the top of that list mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I was literally just talking with a psychologist the other day at a, an event and he was talking about how he is a children's psychologist and he's absolutely used this movie as part of his thesis. Mm. So I, I think that when you have people in the mental health industry who are so pro about the fact that this movie is so honest about that while also appealing to children mm. and adults look at it and go like, oh yeah, though this is so real. Because like, yeah. none of us were kids when we saw this movie. We all saw it as adults who have like emotions and understandings and have been able to look at this movie and go like oh man like they showed depression really well here they showed they showed all of the internal conflict that is life and and personally my favorite episode that we've done on this show was inside Uh, Inside i love i love it that yeah okay i've said enough okay i mean it's it's also one of it's it's like one of my top 20 movies of all time it is my favorite animated movie i i don't need to say any more than that (laughs) (laughs) have you seen it Yay. Okay. Oh, okay. We're, we're, voting. Saying, yeah. we're voting. Okay. I, yeah. I, I don't say need yeah. to add to what you've said. Yay. Yay. Yay! So we're at five. We're at, are we really? Oh, four. No. We're at four. Oh. Inception, Get Out, Mad Max, Inside Out. We're at four. We're at four. Oh. We have two. Taylor, you're up. We have two that are two like, words, and the second that. word is out. All right, Taylor. <sighs> okay. Let's do Avengers Endgame. Ooh. Second. Oh. Uh, what's your case? Okay. Okay. Here we go. I, no, I make that reaction because I am so conflicted about this movie being on this list. Yeah. So What's your I can movie very easily be swayed. That's what was my favorite. What was your favorite movie of twenty nineteen? Endgame. Endgame's number three. I thought it was for a while. It was uh, for a while. 
Here's my here's my deal with it. And Jordan, you said this last time we were on a podcast, and those words speak better than I can about it when you said it is the most movie mm. of a movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it is like it is. You're right, Jordan. It, it is. is thick. I don't know how else to explain it, but I think about wrapping up a decade worth of back material in one film. I think that it may not be the best made film of the decade but i think what it does to wrap up what this last decade has really been in film in a lot of ways is pretty Mm -hmm. powerful right and it's the only superhero movie i've ever cried in Mm. and uh not even during logan i can't i can't say the same thing (laughs) yeah no I, I do love Logan, and it's on so. my list as well. But did you say I'm crying constantly? Yeah, I cry constantly. <laughs> yeah, so that's no good indication. Yeah. yeah, but I, I just think, man, I the whole time I was in there, I was delighted by it. I mm. was so excited because I, for the last ten years, have watched every one of these films that have come out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I think, I think it would be weird to have a decade list without any of those films on there right. and i would be i would be open to the idea of some of the other ones because they might be better films but i just think this one wraps everything up so nicely right. so i have an argument about this film that is pro that we discussed a little bit earlier i was going to suggest the mcu as a whole should be on this list as a single entity and then jordan said no we should pick one movie to represent it this is that movie. Mm-hmm. This is the movie that represents the MCU on this right. list. Because if we don't put the MCU on this list, I think we are doing what's the opposite of a favor. A disservice? <laughs> yes, we are absolutely doing a disservice. To, <laughs> thank you. My brain is, my brain is tired. We are doing a disservice to moviegoers everywhere. Right. Like, if you want to look at the most watched franchise of the last decade... It's Marvel. Right. Like, and if we don't include, like I said, I wanted to say the MCU as a whole, but it's not a singular movie. I think that there are arguments to be made about other MCU films, and I could sit here and make them, and we could make a whole episode about just that. Right. The best and MCU we, movie. But we, I think Endgame <laughs> I think Endgame is the culmination of everything. Yeah. And I think is the best representation of the MCU. Is. So I think I think suggesting it as the like flag bearer for the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe is a, a very very good thing to think about. Yeah, it's that's fair. It, it's it, the representation it carries of that everything. Weight. It's yes. like pay off the movie. Yeah, it was literally it literally was pay off the movie. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's my favorite movie of the year, and I think this was the decade of the MCU. Yes, like that was the decade of MCU. Dominance. We've had lots of conversations about what are the biggest pop culture achievements, and I think every time. That I've been there for three different conversations of that with you, and the first one we had just us, and I said that, mm-hmm. and then every other one since then, it's the first thing that comes up is the yeah, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yeah, Any, that's my take. Tony, why are you ambivalent? Why are you torn? Oh, I'm not ambivalent. I I, I think this should be on the list. I love Endgame. It's I said it on our last episode. I think it's the second best superhero movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best the MCU has ever done. And I know your number one is not from this decade. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. the Dark Knight is. I was gonna say it's from 2008, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but the other thing is, is like, I have two movies above this in my 2019 year list. Then they're not gonna get put on this list. And so, I really do think something from 2019, because it's been such an amazing year, should be on this right. list. And I'm very happy that it's Endgame because it's mm. it's amazing. So I, I, I think it should be on there. I think you should keep your number two in mind. 
because I think that could maybe really? come up later. Okay. We'll see. I will say yay. I say yay. Mm. Are you torn? Um, I mean, I, obviously, uh, I'm seeing movies should be on there. Just do it. Have fun of it. It's gonna get nay. On <laughs> <laughs> I like the Tony's like just say yeah. nay. We know it's making it. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go yay. Yay. Inexplicably, neither of them votes for it. Jordan and I just sitting here like with our pants around our ankles. What happened? But Taylor said it. Taylor's like, well, Haley swayed me with her with her no argument with her eye roll. Her grunting with her zero sum argument. All right, round three. So we are at five now. Yep. Okay. So because we have done that. We're also give, an hour into the conversation. Just that's give, me, give me a break because uh, I have to remove three other MCU movies that I was going to suggest as potentials. Well, remove those while other people okay. are talking. Go ahead and I, no, it's my turn. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take a stab at a comedy because I think a comedy should be on a list. Don't, I'm not going to say Bridesmaids. I'm going to say Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stop. Yeah. Never Stop, Never Stop. Yes. Anyone want to second that? That was on my list. I second. Okay. Oh. I think this is the underdog on my list of movies that I think are powerhouses. I think that this movie is genuinely has not been seen by everybody it is a shame i think that it is an absolutely hysterical movie i have watched it countless times and it makes me laugh everyone i've ever shown it to finds it funny and i've shown this movie to a lot of people because i am very pro this movie i love the lonely island boys and this is this is their Mona Lisa. Like, this is the best thing they've ever made. And I it, see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to do that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I truly, I'm if you want to talk about comedies that are different, I think taking a stab at um, musical culture, at like music culture, in a way that was just so genuinely funny about also, it was like one of the first movies to like recognize modern celebrity and take real stabs at modern celebrity because it absolutely without directly making fun of the male pop star, made fun of the male pop star, without uh, all of them, without saying who they were talking about. It was like, oh, this is clearly, you know, Justin Bieber, and this is clearly... And I, I think parody is some of the best comedy, especially when it is done the way they did it. So, yeah, I think that it truly is my favorite comedy of the decade. And, you know, I think it's one of the best yeah, I don't think it is the best, but I think it's one of the best. I'm doing some triangulating in my head. What do you have you? What do What do you think about this movie? I've seen it. I think it's really funny. I love Andy Sandberg. Mm. I think that you pointed out it not being seen by a lot of people as very factually. This is the first time I've talked about it in since I saw it. I think. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I talk about this movie a lot with people. That's true. But that's that's true. We don't hang out a lot. Yeah, that's true. Apparently, we should hang out more. <laughs> that's the problem here. And so I'm a little bit torn too because I really enjoy it. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's my favorite comedy of the decade, but I could. I enjoy how its uniqueness and its take, and so. Is it bad, by the way, that I knew that for sure that this was not going to get onto the list, but I suggested it because I want your listeners to watch it. Right? No, <laughs> like, no, no. That's not I'm bad. trying. I'm doing that's the thing I bad. always do with this film, which is I'm preaching the gospel of pop star. James, um, just don't underestimate <laughs> the support you might have at this table. Uh oh. <laughs> I I. I like Popstar a lot. I don't love Popstar. It's not in my top 100 of the decade. I don't think it meets virtually any of our criteria, so I'm not uh, I'm not backing up Popstar. I don't know. I just kind of feel like The Lonely Island represents something in this decade, you know? Like I mean, they... Coming from SNL... They were nominated for Best Song for the thing. Lego Movie. 
Oh yeah, kind of Lego movie, which that's a big plus for me. Honestly. Call back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I've talked a lot. Well, I don't have much more to say. I just feel like yeah, Andy Samberg and the Lonely Island have yeah, just mean a lot to this decade, and this was their movie. So I arguably feel like they meant a little bit more to, to the, the decade, decade before. <laughs> I would agree to that with that. I think they've stayed relatively in the minor spotlight, like they've always been. So my my point against this movie is it famously flopped. Uh huh. It bombed hard at the box office. Even so though good, critics though. were crazy pro about this movie, it. critics loved and this I movie. I love this movie. This is one yeah. of my favorite comedies of all time. Critics adored this movie, and it flopped yeah. so bad. We were, I think, the only. Did you see it in the theaters? No. I think we were the only three people who saw it. In the I, theater. I saw it in the theaters. I think we're the only four people who saw it in, <laughs> in the, the world. In the world. So I'm gonna vote first, and I. It's killing me. But I think because so few people have seen it, it doesn't belong on a best Also, of the if decade. you say yay, it's making less because I think Hayley's going to say That's yay. what I was... That's, <laughs> you that, have to I say know that, And I know that. So I'm saying nay. Oh, well, I will say yay then. <laughs> no. Nay. 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 Uh, I will say yay because I voted for it. If you would have said yay, I was going to say nay. Uh, <laughs> 100% <laughs> people should see the movie. Yeah, yeah that's why I brought it up. It's watching. I like it a lot. See the movie. Yeah, so then um, maybe they can make a, another movie of its nature. Oh gosh! <laughs> Sorry for that sidetrack that, that I knew wasn't going to make the list. So wait, what's what's on the list now? Uh, Inception, Get Out, Mad Max, Fury Road, Inside Out, and Avengers Endgame. Oh boy, I've only got. Hmm. All right, okay. let's, let's get it. Let's pick this up. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm thinking. See, this is really hard. I'm gonna try and throw out an underrated one, maybe. Oh no, I'll just throw out one. I'm not sure we'll make the list, but I think should. Uh, so I think one of the best movies of the decade is The Social Network. Mm. Second is. Okay, so... I knew um, you were about to. So The Social Network uh, was directed by one of the greatest working directors, David Fincher. It was mm-hmm. written by one of the greatest working screenwriters, Aaron Sorkin. Uh-huh. And it should have won Best Picture that year. The King's Speech won Best Picture. Who is still talking about The King's Speech compared to The Social Network? James Inception should have won James, Best Picture that year. James and James only. I, I, think <laughs> the, I think The Social Network is the movie that had the best shot at winning that should have won. I was the only person... I don't think Inception was going to win. I was but the I only think. person in a room full of people watching the Oscars that year who went, yay, when King's Speech won. I was the only one. <laughs> the King's Speech is a fine movie. No, I'm a history buff. It's the right. only reason why. Right. Like, But it's... I think... The Social Network winds up near the top of a lot of best of the decade lists. And I, I think for good reason. I think it's funny. I think it's suspenseful. For a movie about just some Harvard nerd who made Facebook, it manages to be thrilling and suspenseful. Yeah, I mean, just I think it's one of the most successful, coherent movie-watching experiences. It, it, it gets you to feel exactly how it wants you to I think it's so quintessentially Aaron Sorkin and so quintessentially David Fincher at the same time. Right. Which is crazy because they are not... Those are some particular fellas. Right. Yes, they are yeah. very particular. And I think that because of that, this weird magic thing happened and made something that truly was... But Nothing about it should have worked. The no. The story shouldn't have worked. The pairing of Sorkin with Fincher shouldn't have worked. The, just because they're such strong personalities. Like Jesse Eisenberg. Like, took a nobody chance. thought he was like capable of giving that caliber no. of performance. You took a chance on Andrew out. Garfield showing up. Justin Timberlake in a movie that when what he had been in before was kind of trash. Like Yeah, it was his first real acting movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was and in he was an good. Oscar conversation because mm-hmm. he was fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was. Do you want to take it to a vote? Okay. I say yay. I say yay. yay. Whoa! Yay. What? I didn't expect that. Yes, I, I I'm surprised it. you didn't expect that. It's not my favorite. Yeah. But 
I've seen it on so many lists, mm-hmm. and I like I, I can understand. Yeah. I think it belongs in the conversation always. Very about good, best very good movie. movies. Yeah, it's phenomenal. That's a good one. It was on my list too. All right, Hales. All right, I'm gonna say Booksmart. Second. This did also did not do well. You're making a great case. In really <laughs> <laughs> Booksmart, so it didn't do well. Yeah. First thing you say about. It. But, I don't know, I guess I have, like, a real soft spot for, like, depictions of high school. Like, I Mm -hmm. like the way, and and this is a good, like, indicator of how opposed to 21 Jump Street, which it it seemed like it was a new, brand new thing. I mean, Booksmart also feels not normal, I guess. Like, I, I feel like the way that they portray high school feels a little more real than some other movies still. But it just kind of feels like how far we've come. But I like that the movie is about girls, first of all, and uh-huh. that, uh, for me, particularly, I like the fact that there's no, and this will be hard to sell, because this is all guys around the table, but, um, uh, it's the right guys. I guess, yeah. Oh no, our list is pretty male so far, though. <laughs> yeah, right. um, the woman's movie is Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> it's right it's the woman's movie, Mad right. Max. Funny. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, I don't know, I feel like all kind of coming-of-age stories about women, or even just to have women in it, have a lot to do with how the girls look. And I felt like this was a good movie where that doesn't really come into play. Like, at the at the one time where, like, they have that scene where the girl's like, you know, like, oh, a guy like that wouldn't be in someone like me or whatever. It doesn't seem like she's talking about, like, the way she looks or anything. It's just, like, it, the whole issue in that movie isn't like, oh, I'm too ugly to be popular I'm not too something whatever it's about like a smart girl who might have like wasted her fun years or something you know and I don't know it's just like a movie about young girls and their issues based off of anything other than like those traditional things that we look for in girls like the way they look and things like that just was a big deal to me I thought that was a really great um, new angle and I hope that we see more of that in the future and it didn't yeah it didn't do well but I feel like it's a good indicator that that's maybe where we're heading. And um, so, yeah. So I think Booksmart is an almost perfect movie. Mm-hmm. And it is the first comedy that's been brought up that's actually on my like in personal end of the decade list. But I don't personally, I think we'll feel Booksmart's influence later. But for me, it's a little soon. And because it didn't do so well mm-hmm. in the box office. And like it just feels... Really, really underseen. Not just box office-wise, but just like a lot of people who should have seen this movie haven't seen this movie. Right. So I'm glad it has a shout-out, but I personally am not going to advocate for it. On we the... don't have a comedy yet. That's true. I think there's, better. It, I think there's two that could be in the conversation. And we're going to get picky with those last couple spots. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got like four spots left. I'm not doing left. any genre favors at this point. I'm, I'm we good. have four spots left. So Tony voted? No? No. Um, so I had have... enough for the... No! <laughs> no. I, I haven't seen it. My wife saw it like six Three times. Three times in theaters. Um, and never took me to go see it once, so I think I have to say no. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm going to say Because yes. I haven't seen it. <laughs> You're just doing that because it won't get in. <laughs> I Very yes. intuitive. <laughs> yeah, but now it's on a list of honorable mentions that got two votes. Okay. Yeah, it's a small list. I, From what I have heard from other people, I think it absolutely does belong in the conversation. It's one of the best comedies of the decade. I think think if we're making a 10 of the year, 
Absolutely. It's my top ten. I'd, list throw, I'd throw it on also, there. Also, if you're breaking down lists of like ten best comedies of the decade or ten best, you can yeah. do episodes on each of those things. All right, I'm gonna submit. We got a lot of like bigger movies on this list. Yeah. All bigger movies. I'm gonna submit a more quiet, uh-huh. poetic, beautiful movie. I'm gonna submit Moonlight. I think Moonlight deserves to be on this list. Oh, I have a second. I second. Okay. I think Moonlight tells the story of a very, very undertold people, and it challenges stereotypes that we have about LGBTQ people. It challenges stereotypes we have about people of color. It challenges stereotypes we have about drug dealers and, and drug addicts. I think that it is an intimate, beautiful portrayal of somebody who I, on a lot of levels, just looking at, wouldn't think I have a lot to relate to. Mm-hmm. But after watching Moonlight, I felt so seen and so loved and validated. I felt like what they did with Mahershala Ali's character by taking this typical character who's always portrayed as a villain in other movies and making him the father figure in our protagonist's life. I think that was just a beautiful stroke of genius. I think every performance in the movie is exceptional. I love Moonlight so much. So mm-hmm. that's, that's uh, I'm submitting that. Best Picture winner for 2016. Best Picture winner. <laughs> wasn't that like the That's one? La La Land. That's yeah. the La La Land one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't La La Land. Yeah. No. Crucially was not La La Land. No, 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 no. Uh, but, we don't, we but don't that think that, that was upset. the Best Picture movie. But uh, that was a huge upset though. Mm-hmm. Uh, all and the prognosticators were saying it was going to be La La Land. It's a movie that's made for like a million dollars or less. Half a million dollars. Right. And it grossed, if you're looking at profit... Like, like, I think it was like 80, 80 90 million dollars. It was a it was relative done. success by orders of magnitude. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I mean, I'm on board. We're not voting yet, but I'm definitely on board. I think this is a kind of movie that's underrepresented on the list. I think this is yeah, I'm just another one of those best movies that deserves the title. It's amazing to me that it won Best Picture because it feels like every Best Picture winner since has been so mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, was, yeah. it was the Academy really going out on a limb mm-hmm. and recognizing a kind of artistry they, they aren't usually totally. good at. So. Yeah. Oh, should we take it to a vote then? Because everybody's ready? been pretty quiet. All right. Two of us haven't seen it. Who hasn't seen You guys haven't seen it? I've seen it. You saw Moonlight? Yeah. When did you watch Moonlight? Apparently without you. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds right. I think I watched it at home. On like did HBO you watch when you were in that like really like watching all those depressed movies? I don't think so, but that did happen. I watched uh, Spotlight and Selma and like all this like really sad deeper like, movies. Yeah. Huh. I call those, to- I call Tony. those Tony movies. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. I watched all of those in like one weekend because I was in the right mood. And then afterwards, she was like kind of a downer for but a while. I did watch Moonlight, and I mean, it wasn't particularly my movie, but I loved. Like, I'm glad I was so proud that it won. Yeah. Right. Um. So, yeah. I also think, sorry, I know I said a lot about it, but mm. the cinematography is a big deal for me in movies. Mm. It's something that can really take me out of a movie or really put me in the movie. And Barry Jenkins, the director, his camera feels like a character in the movie. Um, it puts you in the movie. And mm. it, 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 the way you almost makes the movie feel like a musical, uh, the way the camera moves and... Um, even though that's not a musical at all, but the way that it moves and moves around its characters, it, it gives mm-hmm. us this, this really animated feeling. And I, anyways, it also has one of my favorite things about a movie. One of my favorite kind of postures for a filmmaker to take, and that's something that connects it with Booksmart for me. Is I think Barry Jenkins loves his characters, mm, and his yeah. camera loves his characters. Yeah, I feel like this movie just everything from the lighting to the framing. Yeah, uh, it just has a way of showing beauty on all of the faces. Totally. I think it's really powerful. So let's let's vote. <laughs> yep, let's vote. Yay. Yeah, I was really not sure <laughs> Taylor was going to land on that. Nay, I, I haven't seen it. Yay. 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 I already added it. 
Yes. Like Another one that I is not my favorite. Right. It's not made for me, but I just yeah. Okay. I am going to choose to put out there Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <gasps> that the other animated movie that you were thinking? Yes! I didn't so think it was going to happen. Second? Yes, second, second. Okay, I was so, so pleasantly surprised by this movie. I was like, why in the world would you put out a Spider-Man movie in the middle of real Spider-Man movies coming out, right. in the middle of MCU, in the middle of all these things? I'm like, why would you try and tell a different story? This is crazy. This, And I watched it, and it is amazing. I think it, a lot like we talked about with Inside Out and the Lego movie, I think it transcends being just a kid's movie. Oh, yeah. um, every adult I've talked to loved it. We watched it at summer camp because kids loved it. I mean, it is just universally loved, and I think it has a lot of important th important things to say, as well as an amazing soundtrack. I love the soundtrack so much. So yeah, good. and it fits so the movie good. so well, and it's mm. unique in its style, and Jordan's going to talk more about it because he is a big <laughs> stan of it, I'm apparently. So and it was my favorite movie of 2018. It was my favorite movie of 2018. I made a list, like I said, I made a list of what I thought the best movie of the decade was, and that was my 2018. And that was the other movie I meant when I said there are two animated movies I think should make the list. I think it is the, arguably, the only movie that has, the only animated movie that has, like, revolutionized animated filmmaking in this decade. Like, everyone was pretty much doing the same thing. Everyone was pretty much doing the, like, big-headed princesses with big eyes. Or <laughs> Pixar. Like, every... Every other animated movie in this decade looks like every other animated movie this decade, except for Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, it was a good movie. I heard so much about it before I was able to see it. Like, I, I saw it late, and I wasn't sure if it was going to live up to the hype, and it totally did. I was all about it. I almost put it on my list. I'm so excited. Are we voting? I'm ready to take it to a vote. Oh, you... Nay. What? Nay. Oh. Have you seen it? Yes. Oh. Do you not like well, say it? Say things then. You don't <gasps> like it. You're allowed to not like it. Say why. I, I don't feel like in this group I'm allowed to not like it. So <laughs> I feel like I keep my mouth shut. I support you. Why? I think that there are lots of good things to be said about it. It is a Spider-Man story though. And we've had that... so many Spider-Man stories. It doesn't feel, even being so different with a Spider-Man story, it was still a Spider-Man story. And I... I, I think that we chose the better animated film, and we've got three spots left. I'm saying nay. I'm saying yay. All day. Yay. Baby. I'm saying nay, because there's three spots left, and there's movies I want to be in contention more than I want Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse to be in contention. Not saying that it shouldn't be on the list, and also not saying that if we went back, like this is probably a movie that if it doesn't get voted in now, I could see coming back up later after I get to throw out some other options. But I am not going to vote for Into the Spider-Verse. But you brought it up. So yeah. So Yay, the A's have it. There's two movies left. And then we <sighs> can... two movies left. And this, I feel like we may have to go a few times around. Mm. And maybe get I'm stingy... I'm vicious. Maybe get stingy who you... Get, get second, second, even. Your, yeah, 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 yeah. Top picks right now. Yeah, right before come out. No more, uh, Let's do that now. <laughs> that top picks my are coming ego. out. No more uh, messing around. I'm saying Ladybird. Oh. I forgot about <gasps> Ladybird. I... Okay, I, I second it. <laughs> Because you have to. Because it's my favorite movie of 2017, and one of my favorite I movies I think it was one of my top five favorite movies of the decade. Um, I I should just say for watching for you guys, just like, 
go hear all the things that I said in 2017 when I made the exact same argument. Um, I think this is a particular director at her best. And I think that she has made another great movie since then. I think that this movie tells a story that not many other movies have really told because not many people were like, why would I tell this story? But it hit so... It's still, two years later, hits so true to my experience growing up. And it still holds such a personal place for me and a lot of people that I've talked about with this movie hold a similar relationship that they feel with a parent. I think that this movie tells a story that that rings true for people on a, such a personal level. Should we just vote? Yeah, let's just vote. Yay. Wait, what movie are you talking about? Lady oh, Bird. <laughs> Nay. Nay. Oh. I need to add that I love Lady Bird. I have two spots left. and mm-hmm. it's Right, but we're also knocking Same. movies off once we get to ten. Potentially. We'll see. It'd be no, hard. I'm It'd going hard. Nay. Don't on my account. <laughs> it's not on your account. I personally do not love the movie. Mm-hmm. But my wife and so many other people I've talked to, it was their favorite. Like, mm-hmm. just so, like you said, just so attached to the story. That's why I'm really torn. Because, like, personally, I thought it was okay. But it has nothing to say to my life. And I think it has stuff to say. Uh, yay. Whoa! I did not expect that. Mm-hmm. Me neither. So I'm not gonna so, lie to you. Because when we did this in 2017, I know you were a holdout, right? Because and I know both of them. Neither one of them loved it no. as much as the three of us. I think did. that there's a lot to be said about that movie. Personally, speaking to people who have that particular relationship. Okay. So since there's one left, and I know there's a very small chance that I'm going to that it will pass. Uh, I'm going to symbolically say a movie I think should be on the list, kind of like Tony with Tree of Life. I'm going to say Boyhood. I second Boyhood. Just so I can talk about it. Uh, so mm-hmm. Boyhood is legitimately unlike any other movie that's ever been made. It was filmed in real time over 12 years. It was directed by one of the greatest living filmmakers, Richard Linklater. And it captures one of my favorite things that movies capture is just the beauty of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Like It's about just growing up coming-of-age movies are some of my favorite movies. It's three hours long, but it's the only movie that length that doesn't feel three hours to me, but just because it feels like you're just living in a world with a family for, like, in real time for 12 years. There's there's no feeling like it. So that's Boyhood for me. I mean, I don't have anything to add, but I echo everything you just said. I love Boyhood. Mm. Shall we vote? Let's vote. Yay! Really? <gasps> are you serious? I can't tell. Yeah. Have you I've... seen it? No. <laughs> Well, now I don't know if I can answer. <laughs> uh, yay. I love Boyhood. Uh, nay. Nay. I'm saying yay, so we have ten, and now we're going to have to start. We, we... I don't know if Haley should count on that one. She I think so. She, has, yeah. she, she gets to, she gets to vote how she votes. Okay, I'm so now, now I'm going to say what we do is, uh, since Haley's up next, you pitch a movie to knock off, and we have to vote for... There's so many movies. What I think? There's ten on here. Ten. Yeah. Inception, Get Out, Mad Max, Fairy Road, Inside Out, Endgame, Social Network, Moonlight, Spider Verse, Lady Bird, and Boyhood. Let's say, and let's say you can only knock off one, and then we get to work to replace it. Okay. Wait, I would rather just hear some ideas of replacements. Cause yeah, honestly, oh, so you have to. So you pitch a, a replacement movie. There's a weird way to do this. And if you don't I, want to, you don't have to. You can just pass. If you do feel good about the list. Gosh. Trying to think of which one. It's weird to me that we don't have 
any Star Wars movies on there. That's fine. But I mean, it was such a big deal. Star Wars coming back, yeah. So I'm going to pick one that is not the one that people would choose. I put Rogue One on here. And to Mm. me, it was important because it was, I mean, that was the first non-Skywalker saga movie, right? I mean, other than the Ewok films. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which should be in this conversation. (laughs) Of course. Um, yeah, this was, decade? Yeah. It, From the 80s? <laughs> this decade. <laughs> yeah, it was the first non-Skywalker saga Star Wars film. It was the first Star Wars film to like acknowledge a perspective other than light side, dark side allegiance. You know, like that the, there were people affected by the Star Wars, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, by the war of it all, who weren't on either side. And I think it was such a good, like... Uh, like, it did exactly, like, it felt so much like the originals. Like, they just did so well, like, capturing that because it was supposed to be, like, right in that timeline. And they did a really good job of, like, capturing that feeling of Star Wars better than, obviously better than the prequels. And then kind of even better than the new movies just because of literally where it is in the timeline. But really, I just want to put something from Star Wars on there. I could be flexible about which one, but Rogue One's my favorite. I think the argument to be made is if we're going to put a Star Wars movie on there, it's The Last Jedi. Last Jedi. That's what everyone thinks. I, I mean, I, that's not what I'm not the biggest thinks. Rogue One fan. I'm not a big not, Rogue fan. Not a lot of people are. I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I was with you, you there. I was tracking that. Because I loved the idea that we were getting away from the Skywalker mm-hmm. and diving into something completely fresh and new. But mm-hmm. Yeah. I think The Last Jedi opened the door for that in The Rise of Skywalker, and nobody walked through it. Yeah, JJ just slammed that door. <laughs> yep. All right. There was no yes So are we going to take two vote rules? I don't think we need to. I think we already made okay. it very clear. Uh, I would like to throw out The Conjuring. Does anyone have any seconds? No seconds? Well, do we have to do that for this part? I oh. think we should yeah. just for the speed. Well, okay. We didn't just now, though, but if you have an argument to make, like... I think, I okay, I'll, I'll throw... Second. I'm, I'm going to break this down. The Conjuring, like, we have... The 2010s have been an amazing year for horror films, and I think that is 110% credit due to The Conjuring and opened the door for movies like brave filmmakers to get a budget to make a movie and have it cash in on a bunch of money. I think it's the second best horror movie of the decade and um, I love The Conjuring. I also love The Conjuring. It's not my favorite horror movie of the decade but I do think it's up there with most influential. It got an insane amount of spinoffs and sequels. And it's made a crap ton of money. I think it's the highest... Uh, high, not the highest scoring, what's the term? Grossing. Highest grossing horror franchise of all time. I think yeah. that might be right. Yeah. I think there is an argument for horror particularly that horror is one of the genres that super duper is not for everyone. Like, you could say that about a lot of genres, but horror is probably the most, it's the tequila of movie. Oh, I love genres. tequila. It is <laughs> a love tequila. it or hate it. Like, the fact that when I said that, you said you love it and Tony said he hates mm-hmm. it, like, it, horror is that genre. Like, so it is not for everyone. That would be my argument against it. And we do have Get Out on the list. We do, but Get Out is not a very traditional horror yeah, that, film. Yeah. It is horror film light. And I can As tell a you white that person, because I, I saw it. <laughs> right. like, I watched it. No, it's it. a comedy, actually. Like, I watched it, so it's horror film light. I mean, I didn't bring that up to put any disses on Get Out. I just, I love The Conjuring. And I just wanted to get, mention it. Let's vote. Do we need to vote? Do we want to vote? Yep. Yes. Wait. Uh, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying yes, we want to vote. I'm going to say nay. Nay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about what you're going to say. 
<laughs> oh no, this I would say that it needs four this time. Yeah. Okay, so I'm saying yay. That yay <laughs> means nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I thank you no, for calling that out. No, it's at least symbolic. It's an honorable mention. It's an honorable mention, and I think that I I can't watch it. I've tried several times from the beginning, and I have to turn it's it off really because I mean, horror is my favorite genre, uh-huh. and The Conjuring is why. That's the movie I saw. That's the first horror movie I saw since The Sixth Sense, where I was just like, I love this movie, and I want to watch all the movies that make me feel like this. I like what horror particularly is, is the story it is telling is always the human condition and about humanity, always. And it's there are some of the best stories could be told by horror. I just don't like it as a genre because my fight or flight response is fight. And it just makes me really anxious. And it hurts nothing when to you punch. punch the TV. <laughs> yeah, hurts your wallet. Hurts your I've never punched a TV, but okay, we're gonna move on. Do you have uh, one you want to throw out there to take off? The only one I thought was Bridesmaids that we br- we brought up earlier, but I don't know that I have a good argument for it compared to almost anything on the list. That's where I'm struggling right now. The one on the list that I personally could care less about his boyhood, but I also understand 14 years of filmmaking is pretty impressive. Did you, do you see boyhood? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. one of those where that's not three for hour, Taylor, not that for three Taylor. hours. <laughs> it's like the Irishman. Right. Oh boy. Oh boy. Boyhood. Okay. Oof. Oof. My ADHD kicks in in about two and a half. That's <laughs> I'm not a long movie guy. Either. Strong limits. I, I love a long movie. So and I also have a big bladder, got, and that means a lot to unless people. people <laughs> unless people are feeling very strongly about uh, Bridesmaids, which I think is awesome and probably one of the best comedies of the decade, Definitely if not one of the, best, the, of the uh, best. What on our list is out. a comedy? Um, well, there's several movies out. that are are funny, have, have funny. Right? Social Network is funny. Yeah, it's because it's Aaron Sorkin. Have a comedy, guys. Is sad. that sad? I, I think... 21 Jump Street, back on the table. No, no I, think, I, think <laughs> two, I think there are two comedies in my mind that we absolutely could be bringing up right now. What? One of them is Bridesmaids, and the other is Trainwreck. I like, love Trainwreck. Trainwreck. I think that those but are I think two it should be Bridesmaids. Could, I hate Talk Bridesmaids. Talk about Bridesmaids, though. You hate so Bridesmaids? I hate And Into Paul the Spider-Verse. I hate Paul Fagan. I think that he writes bad comedy. He didn't write He didn't write that movie. I think, I think he directs it in the most obvious fashion. I think he... I, I think his movies are genuinely bad. No, no, That's no. just an insane. I mean, thing I want to hear about. Because honestly, I uh, I didn't hate. I definitely don't hate, hate bridesmaids like that. But I am not taken with it like most people are. And I love almost everyone in it and everything. Like all the things surrounding it, it has all the elements of like a movie that I would love. And I just wasn't as into it as everyone else. I mean, for honestly, reason. for me, it's that there is no other movie this decade that made me laugh as hard as Bridesmaid. I mean, I just. Laughed till I cried multiple times in the movie, yeah. and that's so all I need over in a comedy. Over. Yeah, so and I can I watch it, it to this two day. Weeks ago. I can <laughs> watch it, also, it, and I can watch it now and laugh until I cry. Like, also, I think it's so funny. Also, it did change the industry. Yeah. The the conventional wisdom before bridesmaids is you couldn't do a female comedy. Mm. I would rather see bridesmaids on this list over Lady Bird. I like Lady Bird as a movie better, but I think if we're doing a best of the decade and we want to represent all these different categories. I think Lady Bird or Bridesmaids did more than Lady, mm. than Lady Bird. I could agree with that. I could also agree with. Or, that. or you know what? Yeah, no, yeah, that's I'm gonna stick with that. That's, that's or I well, I mean, I here's 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 three that I think could go off the list. Two of them I recommended: Boyhood, because I think there's less enthusiasm in the room for it. Lady Bird and Social Network felt kind of perfunctory to me. Like that didn't. 
I didn't have as much emotional stake in that. Everybody said yes to the social network. That's true. Okay, so we're keeping it. So, Boyhood or Lady Bird, which should go? I, I would pick Lady Bird of those Me too. two. Uh, more of us have seen Lady Bird than have seen Boyhood. Did you see Boyhood? No. She voted yes for it, but she hadn't seen it. Oh, yeah, she did that kind okay, of generic. Okay, so I think that that well, is there are the five of us. Like... There are five of us. Let's vote between Lady Bird and Boyhood. Well, uh, what's getting knocked out? Are we going to vote for Bridesmaids? Yes, I will. I will. Yeah, yeah, I would. And I'm staunchly standing against it. Uh, that, that, well, that's four. That's we four. appreciate that. That's four. So we're, now we're picking what replaces it. Is right. it... Go around and say the movie. Boyhood or Ladybird? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so where, each, where, what where... it's replacing. Okay. So uh, Boyhood or Ladybird. So I'm going to say I like Ladybird more than I like Boyhood, but I I think Bridesmaids should replace Ladybird. 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 Uh, well, I was going to say Boyhood, but... Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way to go. Which one so, do you like better? Spider-verse so then now there's two movies on the list that James Or Bridesmaids? <laughs> Neither. I, but you can't, don't you know, like one better than the other? I, Spider-verse. Spider-verse. It tells a better story. Okay. Even okay. if it's a story we've heard a million Guys, times. we have a top ten. Can you read it, James? <laughs> I don't think we have a top ten yet. <laughs> we knocked off Lady Bird and we put Bridesmaids on Yep. There. Didn't we want to keep going around? Is there, I feel good about that list. I, I don't, don't think there's anything. Un, what else is underrepresented on there? Uh, well, just because there are movies on there that you don't like, you can musicals. keep trying to knock them off. There should be a musical on my list. It has been a specifically really musical. What am I missing? Specifically one. Cats. No. Les <laughs> Mis. Les Mis. I I love Les Mis. It's my favorite movie musical of all time. But there are some haters for it, and uh, I I don't feel like picking that fight. <laughs> I'm not I wouldn't die on that hill. I I love Les Mis, but I wouldn't die on that hill. Are we throwing out some just? movies think, that are on here so here are the movies that i think that should be talked about because we haven't deadpool i i love deadpool um, i only like deadpool uh rocket I man i really like rocket man i love rocket man but no wolf on wall street i think wolf of wall street is a great movie i don't think tony could get get on board with no, it. i think you should watch it again though you i think, didn't like it no no, but he also was like in when I remember when it first came out. You were in your super. This is a bad movie. No, I watched it while I was peak. I don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> like I don't like Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, you watched? You rewatched it then? I watched it in like twenty seventeen. It's my favorite. Oh, it's the first time I saw it's it. It's my second favorite. Scorsese I didn't see it when it came out. You didn't see it for the first four years after it came out. No, because he did, did you pretend it, that you'd seen said, it. What I just what said, said was true about that time. Did him you and Dennis pretend was that you'd so... seen it because I feel like we argued no. about it. Him and Dennis did you were argue with so my anti that movie? <laughs> that might have been. It. Yeah, I think it's I was, a good movie. Yeah, him and Dennis were really very staunch I don't like that movie. Anybody else want to shoot something out there that they think should be? I think we should move on to ranking this. Well, we're gonna play a game before we do that. Games, but no, I I think everyone should feel like. Just James throw out any, any other ideas you think I mean, should be on okay, the list. Okay, if we're doing this, movies that are on my top ten that are not on this yeah. list. Silence, I didn't recommend, but that's a great movie. Uh, the Babadook is my favorite horror mm. movie of the decade. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. 12 Years a Slave is an amazing movie. Oh, and that Par- one I think we should specifically talk about. And Parasite is a movie that only Jordan and I have seen at this table, so, so it won't get on the list. But... It's my number 10 of the decade it could move higher. So. I think there's a case to be made for 12 Years a Slave. What do we think about that potentially over Boyhood? I, I like it more than Boyhood. I, no, I don't. That's not I, but I think it, haven't I think, seen Boyhood. I so think, I well, would there be more enthusiasm in the room for 12 Years a Slave I haven't Boyhood? seen 12 Years a Slave. I, um, I think it's better than Spider-Verse and Bridesmaid. When did you see 12 That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, the year it came out? Or, I mean, I, I think we should replace it with a, a like movie. So Moonlight? 
Those are the two um, movies that are most like. That's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not down for getting Moonlight off. The yeah, list. me neither. I think Moonlight is better than Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. I mean, I do think that the other one is Boyhood. I mean, I the only I other one would be, be open to letting Twelve Years a Slave take Boyhood off the list, but it sounds like most people here haven't seen Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. Just three of us. Yeah. So I don't think that's fair. Right. Yeah. I would also say Three Billboards. That's a good movie. Oh, that I would not that be movie. in contention. I think that that is better than Boyhood too. I also really like Skyfall. Uh, my favorite. Skyfall is on my list because I think cinematically it is one of the best looking films that has ever. Oh, been it's made. amazing! It's, it's amazing. Like, legit, it's the best just, James Bond movie. Just off that, it is one of the best action movies ever made. It is legit the best looking movie that I think has come out in a long time. And my favorite comedy of the decade, even though I contended hard for Bridesmaids, is not Bridesmaids. It's The Grand Budapest Hotel. That's my favorite comedy of the decade. Yeah, I and there's no Wes Anderson on the list. That's probably for. For the best, for a reason. And you can make an argument that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's a comedy, and I love that. I also think that's a great movie. Is there anything on the list like it? No, there's no Tarantino on the list. But that it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a peak Tarantino decade. No, no. There's three Tarantino movies that were pretty great. Well, a lot of people didn't like Hateful Eight. I didn't see Hateful Eight. Django and Once Upon a Time are acclaimed. I didn't see Django or Once Upon a Time. I haven't seen. You didn't see any of those. I'm not a big Tarantino. I like Tarantino. Did you see once upon a time? You didn't see once upon a time. I don't stand Tarantino. I haven't seen a lot. I I didn't think I did, but I do. It's once upon a time in Hollywood. It's so great. We talked about that a lot on this podcast. It's my second favorite movie of the year. Like in the movie news, it kept coming up. Do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember that? What? Remember that? In the halcyon days of. Do you remember? All right. <laughs> Want to play a game? I think the, I think we have our list, folks. Can okay. I just say, because it would make me realize... Oh, yeah, let's I do never, other shout-outs. I never said this, because this was... Lego Movie was the first thing that came to my mind, and this was the other one where I was like, I have to say this. It was Cabin in the Woods. Like, I just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods, I just deleted list, off my list. Wait, is it Wait. on other people's lists? Yes, it's, it's on, on my list. list. Okay, it's hold on, on, hold on, list. hold on. And I think that we could make a case for that over Mad Max. No, I'd make a case for that over Boyhood, though. I'd make a case over that over Spider-Verse. We already have an I would film. too. I would too. I think we should propose Boyhood. I would put it on the chopping block. I think Spider-Verse it. also could go on the chopping block with this particular movie because this is a movie for not... You're just trying to throw movies no. you don't like under the bus. <laughs> no. Boyhood <laughs> is a should. movie for a particular type of person. Spider-Verse is a general audience movie. Right. Same with Cabin in the Woods. But mm-hmm. I would... Cabin in the Woods was super underseen, but it was yes. one of those super underseen... That seven years later has got so much clout. A lot and of clout. Lots a lot of, of, a lot of fans. Like, you really... seen Cabin in the Woods? I literally... Taylor's seen Cabin in the Woods, guys. <laughs> if I like a horror movie, it is it's... very good. It's wanna, not wanna... a horror movie. It's I wanna... so good. It is wanna... a horror movie. Also, hundred percent. It's, is it's also movie. kind of a comedy. It is. It is. For yeah, totally. Yeah. I want to argue that Cabin in the Woods should take off Boyhood, so we can let's go around and say Cabin in the Woods or Boyhood, which yeah. one we would rather see on that top ten list. Okay. So I'll go, I would rather, I like Boyhood substantially more than I like Cabin in the Woods, but I would rather see Cabin in the Woods on this list. So I'm going to go Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. I like the idea of seeing an underdog make this list, so Cabin in the Woods. It's our underdog pick. I, it is an underdog. Uh, I, these are two of my like top 15 probably movies of all time. Uh, I'm going to say Cabin in the Woods. 
Kevin Lewis. All right. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Okay. I, I literally ran it right out. I was literally going to Haley. I was, I was literally. It was, going, I wasn't even going to bring it up. I was literally going through my list and trimming it down, and I was like, "Oh, I love Cabin in the Woods, but there's no way." So I deleted it way early on. I also think I said Boyhood initially symbolically because mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to make. Well, the and, list. I, and I kind of voted for it symbolically because <laughs> I because well, I haven't seen it and I really want to. It's so good, and I just feel like there's something about. I don't know, like what it took to make something like that yeah. that I wanted to honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we have a really cool, diverse list that I'm proud of. Go read them off. You read them off. Shout-outs? Inception, get out. Oh wait. Oh yeah. No, I do more think. Shout-outs. I do think if there's any anything yeah, left, shout out. I think Whiplash is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Arrival mm. is one of the best. I want to see that, that too. That was another one. Spotlight. Where I... Spotlight. Hereditary. Hereditary. Not for everybody. Sing Street. I was just going to say, there's, Street. There's, Street. there's two that are on my list that I don't think would make it, but are I shout out is Sing Street, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, Same. and Sicario, which Sicario is, is great, super good. amazingly directed. Yeah. Uh, I had else? a dark horse on my list, John Wick. Mm, oh, well, that John deserves Wick. a shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, Toy Story 3. Oh. I feel... I went through the yeah, Pixar absolutely. movies and was like, which one of these Pixar movies do I think I could honestly get behind the most? And that's why Inside Out was the only one that made my list. But yes. Uh, Hunt but, for the Wilder People. Oh, nice. I've never shown someone that movie who didn't really connect with it. I love that movie. I think that that speaks very highly to Taika Waititi's ability to direct. Yeah, absolutely. And Thor Ragnarok, I, I think, would be an MCU movie I it would throw out there. It was in our 2017 it, list. If it, yeah, if yeah. it wasn't Endgame. Yeah, I think Great. Endgame best represents that cinematic achievement yeah. the yeah. best. I would have like, said Avengers in... The yeah. 2012 Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Avengers was on my list. Black Panther. Black Panther, Panther absolutely. I put and Thor Ragnarok as my... Ragnarok and Winter Soldier were all my tops. MCU had a great decade. Yeah! Okay, let's play a game. Yeah. Uh, so, I thought a fun game to play, we did this last time all five of us were together, is Bomb. The way Bomb works is somebody is going to say a movie. So, for example, let's say I say Avengers Endgame. The person to my left has to say an actor who's in a movie. So, Taylor would say Robert Downey Jr. Then it would go to James, who would have to say a Robert Downey Jr. movie. And then we go to Jordan. And if he couldn't come up with another movie, from an actor from that Robert Downey Jr. movie, he would bomb and he's out of the game. Yep. And then we just keep going until there's one person left. So you're going movie, actor, movie, actor. Sound good? Yeah. I'm going to be bad at this. Do you want to start us off? Yeah, start it, we'll it's very fun because I'm terrible at do it. Do I pick a movie or an actor? Whichever one you want to do. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, I am going to go The Mask. Uh, the Mask, Jim Carrey. Yes, man. Zoe Deschanel. Hitchhiker's good. She in that? Yep. Yep. This would Martin be... Freeman? Yeah. He's in that, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, I've never seen oh, do that we, movie. Do, can you challenge on the, the way we play it? We do challenges. Yeah, so you can challenge someone. They would have to be able to produce another. Yeah. yeah, so you would have to, like, if you challenge Haley, she would have to be able to say someone from that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. That yeah. way you can't cut people out by using obscure things. Like a, mo- a movie with one person in yeah. the cast. Yeah. <laughs> so I said Martin Freeman. Yeah. Martin Freeman. Is he the guy from Hot Fuzz? Yeah. No. He is in yes. Hot, oh, is he hot is, Fuzz. He is, he is indeed in Hot Fuzz. Were you thinking of Simon Pegg? No, no, no. You don't get to challenge him. I would get to challenge oh, okay. him. Yeah. And I won't challenge him on that. You say Hot Fuzz? Yeah. Nick Frost. Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. <laughs> He's in that? Yes. He's one of the dwarves. He's one of the dwarves. Oh my God. <laughs> 
defenseman. That's Tony's right. like, I hate where this is gone. <laughs> I can see it in his face. He's like, I'm, I'm angry about this. <laughs> Your girl. Yeah. Your okay. girl. Um, which... I like that you said it first. Your girl. Kristen Stewart. Good old case, too. She's my girl. She's in some great movies. Still Alice. What? <laughs> so this is the moment where you're allowed to Still challenge him. Still Alice? <laughs> That's a movie? <laughs> okay. You can challenge him. Uh, no, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that... Um, Morgan Freeman is in that film. Famously, <laughs> famously, famously not. Famously not. <laughs> he, had, he had something Freeman else going on. He had like, something else going on. The part went to Julia. Really I like that you didn't Samuel challenge Samuel L. Jackson. Nah, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't challenge. He was just like, there's no... Uh, okay. If Tony picked the movie, he knows every actor in it. <laughs> That's true. Um, so That's true. That's true. So Taylor's out. It's me. It means you get to start us over. No. Ocean's Eleven. There's nobody in that movie. I know. <laughs> Unfair. Uh, There's many avenues to go down with I that know, movie. I know. Don Cheadle. That's the not where I thought you were going, but... <laughs> the Cheeds. <laughs> Cheedy. Good old Cheedy. Cheedy Anagonye. <laughs> That's a character from The Good Place. Uh-huh. Watch The Good Place. Yeah. <laughs> This is a movie podcast, but watch the good place. Watch the good place. Keep your TV crap off my hey, movie podcast. Hey, 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 It's my show of 2019. Don Cheadle, come on. It's pretty good. That's pretty great. Wait, what'd you say, Ocean's Eleven? I said Ocean's Eleven. Then I said Don Cheadle. There are a few other Ocean's movies. <laughs> yeah, I was no. like, you can't do the cheap thing. <laughs> well, I might just to keep... You're trying to play it clean. <laughs> but I also have to win. Right. Ocean's Twelve. Wow. Scott Cam. Con. Uh, Ocean's 13. No, Scott cunt. <laughs> Ocean's 13. <laughs> he thought he could, but he cunt. Um, Ocean's go. 13. Uh, Andy Garcia. Why didn't you say a Marvel movie? He's in them. I know. I was like, babe. Gosh darn it. What? He's in them. <laughs> some stuff. He's in some stuff. Uh, I mean, I know that. Which Every like, time I think I'm getting out, they when, pull me back when, in. When He's in... You're Andy Garcia. It sounds amazingly like Al Pacino. One of your just... favorite movies from Russia. Excuse you. I didn't tell her a movie. Do you think this is funny to you? Well, Terry? It's because when I think of Andy Garcia, I think of the Ocean's movie, so it's like hard for me to picture him doing anything it's gonna else. break your heart if you don't. Oh, is it really? One. Oh, no, I'm not in the mental space for this. I can't imagine what it would be. I'm just gonna take myself out. I'm just gonna bomb myself. Wait, I'm gonna challenge, and you can give me the movie I should have said. Uh, Mamma Mia, here we go again. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> of I was just trying to like picture his face I in any other scene. I wanted so bad for her to movies. come up with something, and I was like, "Come on, babe, you can do this." <laughs> I mean, he's in a lot of things. Like, I don't There's understand. A lot of things. But, All right, he plays I'm gonna Fernando. go. He's also Al Pacino, according to Tony's <laughs> impression. Then. Godfather Part Three, which is where that quote's from. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew he was the Godfather. What are you going with? But, but you used Godfather to... Part Three. Oh, I haven't seen any with. of them. So. But you to start fresh, you yep. want to start with Godfather Part so Three. So he goes to James. God, he's young in that, isn't he? Andy. Yeah. I can't have only seen that one once because it's not Andy. good. I've it's never fine. seen. It. It's acceptable. It was uh, nominated for Best Picture. This sucks. I think that was just some Stockholm syndrome, though. They were just like, we have to, right? It's a Godfather movie. It's his last good movie. Kidding. I haven't seen Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, that's a good movie. 
I will take a stab because I can't remember that movie at all. Don't cover your mouth. I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, is this good audio? I'm, is this good podcasting? I'm, this is how everybody thinks you hold a mic and it's bad. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Stefaning it over here. De Niro. Oh, which one? He's in. He's in two. I've seen it once, like ten years ago. So you bomb. Yeah. All right. I start. This is a surprise. This is last time it came down to me and Tommy, so it is a surprise. Uh, My Nona Raider. Little Women. Oh, uh, Claire Danes. The Rainmaker. Challenge. (laughs) Matt Damon. Whatever. Also a Francis Coppola movie. When is he ever not one? <laughs> yeah, All right. this is a real dumb Tony's game to an play encyclopedia. with you. Now we're moving on. It really is unfair. Only like in movies he knows, though. If you play movies that he like doesn't know, you'll crush There's, there's no such things as movies I know I have that seen Tony it doesn't know. So it's not a thing. <laughs> so it's not, those aren't real. Same. They, those those were dreams you had. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, this obscure action movie. He's like, okay. oh yeah, I've seen that three times. Okay, okay, so okay, so I'm gonna explain the rules for our second half of the episode. We should wrap up this one with something. Okay. Hey, good job. <laughs> That's the. Good end. I want to say a big thank you to our listeners if you made it through that. How long are we at so far? Well, Two hours. It's gonna change when you edit a bunch of stuff out. Right, but... it'll at least be an hour and a half. So. God bless you. Hey, thanks for listening to mm. part one of our best movies of the decade. Come back for part two, which will be out sometime. Take the reading.